Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the show. Where else can you listen to Big Brother House Guests, Survivor Castaways, and the Amazing Racer Racers? That's right. Here at the Rad Reality Show Network, and we have so many other guests. Um, tonight, we have special guests. Everyone sit back and enjoy, because you know what? You know what day it is? It's Monday. That means it's Manic Monday, and that means it's time for... Everyone that's listening somewhere else on the internet, welcome to Manic Monday. Happy Manic Monday, everyone. Welcome, Big Brother fans. Welcome, BB Can 4 fans. Happy Victoria Day fans to all of our Canadian listeners. This is your Rad Reality Show Network. We connect you to the reality stars you love. It's May 23rd, 2016. I'm Cherry Garcia, and I'm so excited to have everyone here tonight for Manic Mondays with our beautiful host, Michelle Costa, from Big Brother Season 10, because she's just returned back from Big Brother Canada 4 finale up there in Niagara Falls, where she obviously had a blast, if you've seen any of the pictures that have been posted and tweeted, but she's also starting up her interviews with the cast of Big Brother Canada 4, and her very first special guest from the BB Can Grand is here tonight, and she's definitely starting things off right by having someone that we all loved and adored. Ramsey will be here with Michelle tonight to talk about his time in the Big Brother Canada 4 house and getting that call from home that took him out of the game, and how his father is doing now, and how he is doing now, and so much more. So, as always, if you have questions or comments for Michelle and Ramsey, you can call in at one three four seven two three seven five five zero six. 
please do listen to the prompts once you're on our switchboard. And remember to hit the number one key on your home phone. That lets us know that you want to join us on air and you're not just listening to the show from our switchboard. Now, let's get this party started with a little intro for our host. Here we go. Hi, Michelle. Thank you so much for being back with us. I missed you last week. Oh, Terry, I missed you, and I miss everybody so much. But I was in the air landing from such a fabulous, fantastic, uh, just absolutely amazing time. Um, and, you know, I wouldn't have been able to talk anyway, Cherry. I lost the voice. I lost it in another country, as usual. Uh-huh. Wow. You know. I'm so happy to have you back. Now that you have your voice back and you have lots to talk about, and a great special guest tonight. So much to talk Sounds about, like Cherry. Epic. Yes, it's going to be so epic. Um, we're going to be talking about uh, Big Brother Canada 4. Obviously, we have Ramsey on tonight. And he was just so wonderful on the show. And, you know, we all saw what happened. And so we want to hear, you know, how his father's doing. And uh, me and Ramsey spent a lot of time together up in um, Canada. And he's just an awesome person. So I cannot wait to talk to him. I'm really excited, Cherry. I'm so excited. And I'm excited to be back. I missed you guys so much. You don't even know. I just... Oh, being away from you guys is hard, but, you know, I always have a lot to say when I come back from these type of things. Uh, first off, I just want to say what's up to the chat room. Uh, love seeing you guys pouring in. Uh, remember, if you have any questions, please put it on um, the chat or do call in at 347-237-5506. If you want to ask a question, press 1. If you're just listening in because you're driving somewhere, then just Keep it, keep listening, right, Cherry? Just keep listening. That's right. Um, and we got a lot of fun stuff planned for everybody tonight. Um, as usual, we always do, but uh, we, we got a couple extra things. So we'll see. We'll see. Um, Cherry, um, first off, how how is your week gone? I mean, um, I, I know you're excited to have Ramsey on, but, you know, you had some special things kind of going on this weekend, you know, this week. Music anniversary and also Rich's birthday. So happy anniversary and happy birthday to Rich. Aw, thank you. Yeah, we had a very special time. It was actually last weekend, but we sort of carried it on into this weekend, too. We were having a great time. And uh, his birthday was Friday the 13th. He was actually born on Friday the 13th, so it's actually a a good luck day for him. Um, And we just kept the... The party rolling throughout the week and into this past weekend as well, and just had a great time. It's been a great week for us. Wow, that's awesome anniversary as well. 
<laughs> yeah, I know. It was a lot going on, Cherry. And I wasn't here last yeah, Monday. And, but I want to thank James uh, Swift for, um, you know, stepping in. And his he's just so awesome. So, you know, he always does a great job, and he's epic. So thank you, James Swift, to be he listening. Is. Yes, and he I heard it was a got, fabulous um, read. Yeah, he actually got um, a newspaper article from the first uh, podcast that we did. and But the first one we did was sort of shortened because we had two guests on um, for the first interview I did with him. And so I told him I would have him come back sometime and do a, a more lengthy interview. And then when you said that you were not going to be able to be here last weekend, I thought, well, here's an opportunity to have him come back yeah. and yep. bring perfect a couple of his friends that were with him during his journey in all of this. So he brought a couple of friends who assisted him in finding the location where all this took place and helped him, you know, as he revisited his memories of the past and helped him get through writing the book and so now his book is winning all kinds of awards and just amazing. I I awesome. think he has the most incredible courage for writing this book and I just wish him all Absolutely. the very best. Absolutely. And uh good for him. So proud of him. And I, I got to spend a little time with him at Reality Rally, so um just a great, great, great overall person. So good for him yeah. and the best of luck. And hopefully he will be back on when I'm here. I would love to be <laughs> able to talk to him again. Um, so we uh, have a lot coming up in the next few weeks, guys. Um, uh, we're going to be having, you know, some Big Brother Canada 4. And it's very tight ship people. So we, we're not going to throw some names out until we get exact confirmation. Uh, it's a tight ship, Cherry. Tight ship, and That's we want right. to make sure we give everybody the right information. Uh, but there's a lot coming up. Also, uh, if you guys are uh, following the New York um, City Premier Party, uh, there's been a lot of added people. Jerry, I don't know if you saw that, but uh, we have a lot of Big Brother Canada people going. So the Pack Brothers are going, Kelsey is going, Cassandra, Joel. Um, I believe Paige is going, and it was somebody, uh, maybe Dallas was going. I'm not sure, but they, they keep adding on, so it's going to be fun. So you guys can make it there, June 22nd. Oh, Cherry, by the way, hello, by the way, yesterday was a month away from Big Brother 18 airing. Are you excited or what? Yes. Are you ready I to have three so months excited. of not answering your phone or your door or leaving the house? Yes, Levita is going to. I am so excited. Um, life changes for all of us once Big Brother starts. And have you seen the new pool yet? They combined the pool and the hot tub. Oh, yes, I've seen and the pool. It's now square. But did you see also the pictures that they put up of, like, some sort of extension to the Big Brother house? And they were speculating whether it was a second house or if they were just making the house bigger. But it showed it in the back, like, extended out towards the back of the studio. I know. What's that going to be about? 
And I'm did just you hear not fond too? of the rumors that are coming out. I don't like the rumors. Which ones? There's so many of them. Well, the ones that, that involve Frankie Grande and and some of the returning players that I'm hearing. Um, well, Frankie Grande is supposed to be going to the NYC premiere party. It's confirmed. Uh, so, I mean, I don't know. You never know. It could be a ploy. We don't really know, Cherry. You know, the rumor mill has been starting since the minute Big Brother 17 finished. I I much prefer it to be all newbies or all all-stars. Yeah. And, you know, I would have, you know, hoped for a phone call by now, but, you know. Can we talk about production? No, I'm kidding. Um, did you also hear, Terry, that June 13th they will be actually showing us the cast and yes. the pictures of inside the house? June 13th, guys. <sighs> it, I'm so excited. Exciting. It is getting exciting, very exciting. Um, you know, we're also going to be talking uh, about Survivor if we have time, but, you know, we also saw – I'm surprised Ty didn't get any votes at all. I, you know, I, I'm glad Michelle won because, hello, Michelle. I'm I'm just automatically with her because of our names. But um, I'm surprised Ty didn't get more votes, Cherry. I mean, he kept Mark the Chicken alive. That deserves at least a few votes. He kept the chicken alive I saw where people were starving. That. I saw you tweet that, and I kind of agreed with you. I'll tell you what Mark's problem was in a nutshell. Not Mark, but uh, Ty's problem was. Ty could not stand up in front of the jury and articulate his game. He had trouble standing up and telling them why he should win the money. He could not speak well in front of the jury. And if he could have planned out his speech and articulated to them what moves he made in the game and why he should win the half mill. I think he may have gotten some votes, but he just could not articulate his gameplay to the jury. And well, I, I think had talked like, about that you the week think, before. But do you think that he and, needed to do that? Like everybody knows he has problems, you know, obviously, you know, being able to vocalize what he's feeling, you know, the extent of his English, which I think he does very well. But I think that visually, didn't everybody see what he did? I mean, he didn't use the power idol when needed, like right in front of everybody. He stayed in the game for so long. He made it to the top three by it's still, well, I mean, it didn't really come into play the um, idol or the extra vote because obviously we saw that it didn't, but he still had that and was able to get two of the big guys out that were running game. I mean, didn't anybody see that? They saw it, obviously. We all saw they it. They did, but in Survivor, it's all about moments. And in that moment, in that particular moment is what they were going off of. And they went off of Michelle turning on the waterworks and it worked for her. Yeah. And I mean, personally, I thought Aubrey should have won. She played the entire game and made decisions on almost every single move that was made out there. She had her, her hand and she was a decision maker out there in almost every move that was made. 
she was part of. And she played her heart out out there, and she won a few challenges. She, you know, she actually led the team and led the decision-making on almost everything that was done. And I thought her gameplay was amazing. Yet, there again, she didn't articulate it as well as I thought she could have. But I think she saw when she came, she walked into camp that things weren't going her way when the jurors stood up to talk. Um, they had already kind of decided upon Michelle when Michelle used her uh, vote to take out Neil, and Neil said something not so nice to Aubrey when he walked out. I think that kind of left a bad taste in the jerk's mouth um, when Neil said that, you know, to Aubrey when he walked out. And then uh, Michelle turned on the waterworks and everything just sort of swayed to Michelle's way in that moment as they were to vote. And Well, you know what, I think that it was they probably... Could do about it. Well, yeah, I think that it's probably recently in a long time has been a very phenomenal top three, each all well-deserving. You know, we often see top three being um, not all deserving or, you know, depending on how you look at it. But I thought all three of these, it was really hard to pick. Right, Cherry? Right. They were were all good survivors, but, you know, very good. So it was a good final three. But, yeah, like I said, I started the conversation saying that I'm surprised that, you know, Ty didn't get a vote. Um, Scott and um, uh, Sarge were still pissed off, so I'm just like, okay. I thought at least one of them were going to give him the vote because they should have at least saw that gameplay that he made. I mean, he made a big move. I'm going to go screen a few calls. You go ahead and articulate or tell the listeners what you're thinking about on Survivor, and I'm going to go screen a few calls. Okay. Well, I, like I said, I think that Michelle um, definitely deserved it. Um, Aubrey did great and Ty, wonderful job. Um, Mark the chicken, we hope you best. Um, I just want to talk a little bit also about, um, I hope you guys are watching MTV uh, Challenges. It started a couple of weeks ago. Um, so check that out. And also uh, Real World. Um that's going to be, I think the finale will be next week, if I'm not mistaken. Or it could be this week. Check that out. Um, I want to tell you guys a little bit about uh, the Big Brother Canada finale. So the finale party already happened, whatever, meaning right after they voted out, well, the Pax Brothers won. Okay, I'm back, Michelle. And we do okay. have Ramsey with us on the switchboard. Well, I mean, so I didn't want to start talking. I didn't want to start talking about the story without having, you know, my number one. So I'm excited to have him on. Um, Jerry, let's do his introduction. I'm excited. Let's do this. We now have from Big Brother Canada Four, Ramsey on with us. Hi, Ramsey. Thank you so much for calling in. What's going on, guys? Thank you so much for having me. So glad to be here. What it do, baby boo? What it do, baby boo? 
Oh, man. And I am very honored to be on the call with the Portuguese princess from Providence, the one and only Michelle. Oh, my God, Ramsey. First off, I just want to say welcome on Manic Monday. I'm so happy to have you here. Um, and number two, it was an honor and a pleasure um, being able to finally meet you after we've talked, um, you know, on Twitter and then finally meeting you and just, you know, having our talks and meeting your sister and family. And it was such a pleasure, Ramsey. So thank you for coming Aww. on here and then taking the time out to spend with us for a little bit. Oh, thank you so much, Michelle. And it's the least I can do. And I'm so happy to be a part. Well, just let you know, here at Manic Monday, we are huge, huge Big Brother Canada fans. And we were watching Big Brother Canada for uh, – it was such an amazing pick of characters, I would say. The cast was amazing. You guys were definitely um, entertaining. Um, Ramsey, like, what first were your thoughts when, um, you know, you were chosen to get on the show? I mean, let people know that feeling because it's pretty amazing to know that you're picked out of all these amazing people. Yeah, yeah. It was honestly, honestly, Michelle, it was surreal. Like when I got picked, I kind of, you know, you, you, you sit there as a viewer and you think you have an idea of what it's going to feel like when you get picked and when you go in the house, but you really have no idea until you actually walk through those doors. And um, I kind of just told myself to always be me, regardless of what happens. I wanted to be myself. And then but then when I walked through those doors, I, you know, it was just like seeing everyone downstairs. I was actually part of the last group that came in the house. So for me, I thought, oh, my God, everyone already has an alliance. Everyone wants to kick me out of the house already. Like, you just, you go into this paranoia of, like, of mixed yeah, feelings instantly. and everything. Instantly. I mean, I don't know when you, like, I'm not sure when you entered the house or if you guys entered together or in groups. But no, we entered me, actually in... um different groups and I was the last of the group to go in the last four and I was like of course I am and um, luckily I got a bed saved but it was actually the bed that had no door to it and it was right by the hallway light that was on all the time oh my god and you see that's another thing like those those small little things like being by the hallway light no one realizes how big of a deal that is until you're kind of in the house and you have to deal with it every night it actually helped out, Ramsey, because I ended really? up wearing, like, you know those sleeping masks? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, like, you put them on. So we had this room called the spa room, and one of the things in the spa room were these eye masks that you were supposed to put on your eyes, and they were supposed to, like, you know, protect them. So what happened is I said, you know what, I should wear them when I'm sleeping because I'm in by the hall, like, light, and it will keep the, the light from you know hitting my eyes so I would use it and then I found out that I could actually look underneath it and people would think I was sleeping oh, and I could actually okay, yeah. see people like like moving around and doing stuff that were like you know obviously game wise so it worked out for my benefit <laughs> Ramsey <laughs> you. that's so good look at you yeah for us it was it was actually the first time we had two separate rooms in our house in the Big Brother Canada house, so normally it's just one big room so for us when we came in um i so I came in last Jared was actually the one who kind of you know you know kind of said, "Hey, let me show you around the house a little bit because everyone sort of gravitated to different people and Jared in the show said, 
let me show you where I'm sleeping. I'll show you the blue room, which is where I slept. Um, and then there was another pink room. And, you know, whether it was done on purpose with these two rooms or not, the way the kind of game turned out in terms of alliances and sides was the rooms. You know, in the blue room, you had people who were like Jared, Kelsey, Raul, Mitch, who kind of aligned in one side. And then on the other side, you had the, everybody else that was kind of opposite to that. So um, it's interesting how different, you know, rooms or where you, you know, who you talk to, it all dictates how the rest of the game turns out. That's why, like, people are like, oh, I, I have this plan that, you know, when I, if I walk into that big brother house, I'm going to do it this way. And I said, listen, that's what I thought, too. And then the minute you walk in that house, that's <laughs> yep. thrown out the door, right, Ramsey? It's, I don't care how good 100%. your game is. You cannot. You have to be like a chameleon and adapt every week to the different circumstances. You need to. You need to adapt. And not only you need to adapt, you need to be – who you are, because actually I came into that house. So, you know, for, for those who didn't watch our season, Big Brother Canada 4, um, I'm a very emotional guy. I sort of played my game with we my heart that, on my sleeve. We love that, by sleep. the way. We love course, that, by I, the way. Oh, that's so sweet of you. And, and you know, for me, I the beginning, like, weeks of the game, week one, week two, I said, you know what, I want to be this strategic guy who's not afraid to backstab, who's cold-hearted, who's only going to play the game, what the game is. Tried. I tried. I tried building alliances behind people's backs. I, I had alliances with both sides. You see, the good thing is that I was actually aligned, as I just spoke about the two rooms in the house, I was aligned with way more people in the pink room. But because I slept in the blue room, I was still in there with Jared Kelsey Raul. So I was trying to play both sides. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to play the strategic game. No one's going to know that I'm going to sort of fly under the radar and I'm going to backstab this person when I need to. But in the house, you, whatever plan you have, gets thrown out the window because there's so many variables that you will never be able to account for. And you just need to adapt and you need to be true to yourself. And when I tried to play this slimy game, I, find, I found myself quickly getting into trouble. It actually wasn't aired because um, I just started watching the episodes pretty recently. So I was curious to see what was aired and what was it. And I got into a huge blowout with Dallas in the house in the first week almost, or in the second week. And, um, you know, me and Dallas, we were in an alliance and the opposite side of the house kind of told Dallas that I threw him under the bus, but really they were lying to him and he just believed him. And then so he came to, up to me and we kind of had this big blowout. And so I, you know, being this like strategic cold hearted guy that I really wasn't in real life, it did nothing but hurt me. And I kind of had to, you know, push the reset button and say to myself, well, I don't I'm think, move- I don't think it was really all of you though. I think that you kind of had like an alliance. Like I did, I was like on the opposite side of the house, but I was like one of the ones that got along with everybody, but I was just like an innocent victim in like a drive-by, you know what I mean? Like you were associated with them. So you were always kind of like the pawn. Like I don't think they ever wanted you to go, No. but I think there was other people causing more trouble than maybe the trouble you were causing. Because like you said, you were on both sides, which is, I think good. That's like floating, you know, by until you need to, because both basically both sides were going against each other and you were kind of in that gray area where you didn't really have to do anything. And, and, and you know what, you, and that's right. And that's exactly it. I was, 
um, one of the past cast members from our season, Peter Brown, he nailed it on the head when he said, I was always that and guy. So it was always the opposite. Whatever side it was, was like, we're going to get this person, this person, this person, and then we're going to get Ramsey. I always did a good job at trying to, you know, build my relationships on both sides, regardless of the fact if I was on one apparently or not. It was, um, but that's exactly it. It was just, you know, I was with a group and I was just, because I was with the minority in the first week of voting, I happened to be caught under the bus with the rest of them, but it didn't, you know, it didn't, uh, it phased me because in that house and for anyone who's going to be in a big brother house in the future, things change by the hour. You've heard it before. You'll probably hear it again. And one relationship that you might think is completely ruined can easily be salvaged if the right pieces are in front of you that, you know, that in which you need to get back into that relationship with. So. Yeah. And what people don't understand is like, okay, there's a head of household and they put two people up. Really the only person in power is the person who has a veto because oh, yeah. they control the game after the head of household. Once they've nominate, they're done with their power unless it's voting up another person. But the person that wins the veto is the one that has the power. I think people in the long run need to realize that, you know, that's right. Whether no, you're not putting right. the block or not. Right. I mean, I didn't even realize that in the game, like when I got in the game and this just ties back to kind of what strategy you think, you know, you go in the house thinking, this is what we're going to do. We're going to backdoor this person. Even when you're in the house, you think you have these strategies and plans that are set in motion, but so many things can change. And you're right. At the end of the day, the HOH only has power until the veto is played. But once the veto is played and then the two nominees are there, I mean, it comes down to the remaining house guests. And that's one thing. I and, mean, you've and seen it. Guess like, what, Ramsey? They don't play the next week either. So they really have no power whatsoever. Exactly. Exactly. So In why fact, does everybody exactly. always listen to the HOH? Do your own thing. And that's what I liked about your season, Ramsey, is that you guys kind of did your own thing. You guys didn't do like, oh, the, oh, the majority of the house. Like, you guys had the wild cards, you know? pertaining to the grand, you know, kind of casino, you know, thing. I like that. Yeah, same. You're right. And you're right. And you know, that's something I did pride myself on. And I learned early on is in the game, you know, you're going to, you're going to have your followers. You're going to have your people who will always do what the majority does. You're going to have your people who are kind of leaders who step up and say, I don't give a crap what this person does or that person does. I'm going to do what I want to do. And, and I definitely did that because in the house, I was part of a, a many min- minority votes. I was part of many minority, you know, I tried to keep the person who ended up getting voted out. So at the end of the day, it doesn't matter whether you're in the majority or the minority. You need to make sure that you're continually working on your relationships with the whole house in that game. And that's something I learned early on. And for me, I wasn't able to connect as good on a very, you know, strategic level as some other people. I connected way more on an emotional level. And because I knew I was a strong emotional person, if I wanted to build my relationship, I was going to build them on a very emotional level. I was going to, you know, I wanted the person when they were thinking about voting me out, I didn't want them to think about voting me out as a player. I wanted them to think about voting me out as a person, as their friend, as someone who they've gone through, you know, a crazy experience with, because that's going to make it way harder for that person to vote me out. And, and that's just playing to my strength as the type of person I am. So again, goes back to like understanding who you are, sticking to that and always needing to adapt depending on whatever happens in the house. But 
The wild cards this season, they were amazing. I loved it. The fact that Nikki and Tim came in, they shook everything up, you know, especially Tim. Um, Tim really, like, you know, that guy, he's a smart player. He understands how to work the pieces of the puzzle. And the one thing he was really good at, and he kind of showed the whole house, is like, do you, you know, regardless of whoever's the HOH, who gives a crap? You know, let the HOH nominate two people, but you guys as a house, whoever wins the veto can decide to switch someone up or as the house, you guys can decide to keep the tar. Like if the HOH has a target in the house, you guys can decide to keep that target in. And I think a lot of times I was pretty shocked that the person who was voted out, you know, so many times I'm like, Oh, we got the majority here. This person's not going to be voted out. And then all of a sudden they're voted out. So the, the well, if you think really about it, great- Ramsey, if you think about it, right everybody who made it to the final three was a wild card. So you got um, Tim, who was the international wild card, who made it in through Canada's vote. You have the Pax brothers, who were a team, and that was a um, a wild card, having two yeah. brothers together. And then you had yeah. Kelsey, who made it through the double fake eviction and was watching you guys for a week. And there you go, that's a wild card. So... Uh, it doesn't really matter, I guess, how good your game is or how good your facial, the social game is. It's kind of like luck if you're, you know, there, there at the right time in the right place. 100%, Michelle, there's luck. Like, they're in the game. It's Yes, there's scale, but at the end of the day, it definitely is luck. And anyone who tells you otherwise is lying to you or they're delusional. You know what I mean? There is luck involved. And same with the Pax Bros. Like, the Pax Bros, you know – they everyone was up to the Pax Bros. Like everyone kind of knew that they were trying to play this like floater and that they were playing both sides and they never really stood up and made a decision. They never those are like two players who would all, always they would just go with what the house did. Whatever the house wanted, they would do. And you know, even when they put in the week that I actually left the game, the Pax Bros, I knew that they wanted Jared and Kelsey up on the block, but because the whole house wanted them to put out put up, you know, myself and Maddie, they put us two up, even though they told me straight to my face. And I've watched the episode where, you know, they put us up, they said to each other, we want, you know, those two up. So, I mean, like at the end of the day, there's luck involved for those, you know, for Kelsey, she got to get a second chance at the game and, you know, whatever, she came back in the house and she did what she had to do to get to the finals and the brothers for whatever reason, there was a huge target on their back. And for us, it was kind of like next week we'll get them. Next week we'll get them. Next week we'll get them. And then when it came down to it in the final end of the game, you know, they won the competitions they needed to win to get to the end. And that's kind of why they won the show because they were up against Kelsey. And when you put both of them beside each other, it's like the brothers, you know, for whatever reason got to a certain point of the game. But once they got to that point, they won the competitions they needed to win. So, there you go. They had the luck to get there, but then once they got to the end, they needed the skill to win the competition. So it is a bit of both for sure. Well, yeah, it reminds me a little bit of the Dan the Mist, you know? Everybody wanted yeah. to get him out. They should have got him out, and then look what happens. They win when they need to. And I, you know what? I give it to the brothers. They deserve it, uh, especially making it through being a pair and knowing that mm-hmm. each one kind of played each other the house. Um, I really thought, I mean, let's get a little deep here. Um, because we mm-hmm. all grab our Kleenex box right now. Oh, yeah. And, you know, because we, at, at that point, right there, you won the veto and everything. You were going to, I think for me, kind of made your staple, like, 
bam, you were kind of like that swing vote, the one that they wanted to like save because you were the one in the middle. And so you were actually at a perfect spot in the game. And then. I know, I know, I know. Okay, so how did it happen? How did it happen? Like they called you in or. Yeah. So what happened is we, we picked, um, we picked the players for the Power of Veto competition. So I knew the POV was that day. We picked the players. I was a part of the um, the players. I was one of the players who ended up getting picked. Obviously, actually, I was the nominee. Sorry, I was on the block that week. So by default, yeah. I was playing in the POV. And then we were waiting for the POV competition to happen. So in between being picked or the players being picked and the actual competition is when I found out the news. So... I basically just received a call. Um, I, you know, it was my mom. I, she told me the news. She said that my dad had a massive heart attack and he required open heart surgery. And, um, and, and it was serious at the end of the, like, that's what she told me. And honestly, it was, I was, I was scared, I guess is the best word I would use. You know, I didn't, I wanted to be there with him. I wanted to like, just see him. I wanted to talk to him. I wanted to just, you know, when someone tells you your father just had a heart attack, the first thing you want to do is just kind of hug him and, you know, make sure he's okay. Of so, course. Um, it yeah. was obviously that was like, you know, the most emotional day I'd say in my life. And so, in, you know, I'd say when I found out the news, there was maybe another two hours, I'd say, until the competition happened. And, um, uh, and basically, you know, as you guys saw, it was, I was just crying the whole time and, and, you know, Jared came up to me to try and console me and thank God for that. I mean, out of everyone in the house, by sheer coincidence, Jared had walked into the door. No one told him to come in. I never asked him to come in. And the person who did come in was someone who was able to relate to me and his father had a heart attack. So I feel like, yeah, so ironic. Way, you know, exactly. Some way someone was looking after me and, and you know what? It's, I, I decided, I, I decided I'm going to go through with the POV competition um, and just see what happens. I had no idea whether I was going to leave the show. Obviously I got news. Like they also told me that my dad told me to stay in the game. So they said, you, Ramsey, we just want to let you know that your dad has told us that uh, he wants you to stay in the game. He's going to be okay. You know, he's a fighter, but and and so I had no idea what was going to happen, so I decided to just go ahead with the POV. So I'm going to play the POV, even though, you know, that POV, like, I even forget, I forget it now, to be honest. I forget everything that happened because it wasn't really thinking right. I was just like, I was just like doing it for my dad. I'm like, I want to win this POV for my dad. That's if why I you stay, pointed I it in the air him. at the end when you won. You pointed it in the air for your dad. 100%, 100%. And yeah. so I ended up winning the POV. Um, and still not knowing what was going to happen, whether I was going to leave or not, I decided to play the POV on myself, obviously, because, you know, I, if I had stayed in the game, then I needed to be safe that week. But then what had kind of happened is after I played the POV, I played it on myself. I, you know, I sat there and, you know, you get consumed in the game and that's what people don't realize is, you know, I, I'd be lying if I said, as soon as I found out the news, I, you know, barged out of the house. I was like, get me out of here. I want to go. You get consumed in the game. You really do. And as you said, this, that was my week where I, you know, I had been throwing so many H2H competitions. I had been throwing so many POV competitions that I didn't need to win. The two POV competitions that I needed to win, I won them both. And that was both times yeah. I was on the block. 
everything yep. else I was throwing because I didn't want anything to do with power, as you said. Like, in fact, being in power just in some way hurt you because the next week you're not in power. So that was my week where I said, Maddie was my last alliance member. Everyone else I could had a kind of left the house. And I had good relationships with just about everyone in the house, maybe aside from one or two people. And so that was my week to be by myself. I was in the middle. I could work wherever I wanted to work. I wasn't a target because I was by myself. So people wanted to get each other out before they got me because I really had no power. And so I was thinking about all these things. And I was thinking, man, this is, you know, my chance to do it. I'm going to, you know, this is where I'm going to really blossom as a player. This is my week. But I guess the, fur- the more and more I sat there and thought about my dad and, you know, what would I have wanted if, if, the, if it was the opposite situation, if I had surgery and my son was in the game. And at the end of the day, like, to me, Michelle, and I'm sure everybody who's watching knows it, family comes first. And, you know, I had to just be there with my dad, even if, even if I had a great chance at winning this game. And honestly, going back in, you know, going back in time, I would have done it a hundred, you know, a hundred times. I would have done the same decision every time. You know, Randy, watching that and being number one, a huge Big Brother fan, number one. Number two, you are my family, right? You don't, mm-hmm. We haven't even met, but you're my family. And I'm like, I just want to give you props and commend you. I'm a big, oh, thank you so much. big, 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 big uh, family person. Um, you, you know, I, I talked about my family a lot, and it was really, really touching for me. And I just said, and we all said here, you know, um, actually we were doing the show when the news was breaking that you were leaving the house, and we all kind of just said we, you know, applaud you for the decision you made because that was such a hard decision, but it was such a right decision. And there's, mm-hmm. there wasn't a lot of people out there that were like, we don't know why he did that. We're like, he is that. It just was confirmed about how amazing of a person you are. And oh, um, thank you so much. Michelle. You know, meeting your sister and your family and, you know, can you give us a kind of an update on your dad? Because, you know, yeah. um, I hear he's doing great. And that's really actually the most important thing out of all after everything is said and done. Right. Ramsey. Yeah, of course. I mean, after everything's said and done, finally, my dad, I mean, he was expected to be in the hospital for a certain amount of time and he ended up needing to be in there for three times longer. So, I mean, Definitely the situation was a little bit more severe than we all thought. But at the end of the day, he's out of the hospital, he's living, and he's doing much better. And so at this point, it's day by day, you know, slow progress. He just, he's, he's fine, and he just needs to take care of himself. He needs to strengthen that muscle of his, the heart, and, um, and, and the rest is in God's hands, so to speak. But, yeah, I just, you know, people out there, like, whether they knew it or not, like it was very, very difficult. It was not easy decision. And, and I also sacrificed quite a lot to be on the show. So, um, but at the end of the day, I hope this message speaks volumes. And I did not think, you know, coming out of the house, I just thought maybe if this message touched one person, it would be all worth it. And the amount of people who have emailed me, messaged me and like just, showed love and showed appreciation and thanks for, you know, just simply stepping up to show that family does matter more than, you know, the hundred thousand, like, 
you know, it really inspired a lot of people and that touched me a lot. And so I couldn't be more grateful for how everything worked out. And I, you know, again, just to, to you, Michelle, and to the show, just thank you guys so much for always being so supportive and kind. It honestly means the world. Well, we know how much positivity, and if anybody's listening out there and, you know, they think they're shy and they're like, oh, I don't want to send a message, I don't want to bother them. You know what, you guys, you don't understand how amazing and what you, your messages do for us. Like even just saying, mm-hmm. hi, just want to say, I uh, hope you're having a good day. We love that. We oh, absolutely yeah. do, right? Isn't it awesome, Ramsey? Because it's it's been like eight years for me, and I still get awesome messages. So I can only imagine how overwhelming the responses that you've gotten and just the love. Can you talk a little bit about maybe, because um, <laughs> I know a lot of people in the chat room are huge fans of yours, kind of adapting to the fans, how they're just so epic. I mean, via oh my God. social media, email, whatever it is, they are on the point, Ramsey. The fans, you nailed it, Michelle. You really nailed it. Even like, you know, one, like, to just to think that someone who's never met us, you know, would take a second out of their day just to wish us a great day. Like, that's a big act. Like, people under, see, that's the problem is that sometimes people underestimate how huge small acts can, you know, how far they can go and how much of an impact it can make. And so, like, for me, I'm just like you. I'm very active on social media. I, you know, if you look at my Twitter, you will see tons of people who message me saying, wow, the amount of responses Ramsey gives to his fans, the amount of, you know, the, the amount of times he replies. And I try my very best to get to just about every single message I will do my best to respond to. Just because if someone's going to take time out of their day to show appreciation to me, then I'm just going to take time out of my day just to thank them. And, and Amen. You know, it's, changed, it's changed my outlook even just on how, you know, I project myself to the world, you know, just going out and simply thanking someone for, you know, opening the door or smiling at someone as they walk by, wishing someone a good day as you walk by them. Small things like these, you have no idea how big of a difference they make. And, and you realize it the most when you're, you know, you're, unfortunately you realize how big of a thing these means when you're in a, a place that's, you know, like when you're in a place that's down or you need help, that's when you appreciate it the most. But I don't want people to get to a place where they need to be lifted up just to, you know, understand that I want them to be able to project this positive positivity out there always. And yeah. And that's, and, Send it out it. the positivity vibes, people. Yes. Yeah, so exactly. Yes. Exactly. I love it. And you know what, um, Ramsey, um, I remember like the first time actually talking to you conversation wise and I don't know if it's okay if I just if I talk just a little bit about our first meeting. Okay, is that okay? Yeah, it's fine. Okay. So um so Ramsey, um, we finally meet in Toronto. He pulled me aside and he's like, you know, um, I really appreciate the message you sent me. And um, before we had actually met or whatever, I sent him a message telling him, you know, welcome to the Big Brother family. I'm so proud of you that, you know, um, how well you did and the decision you made to go and, you know, be with your father and be with family. And he tells me, he's like, you know, that's one of the the first messages I got. And um, it was just, we had such a great moment, Ramsey. Do you remember that? It was, Michelle. It was. And, and, and I mean it. And, and I meant every word I said. And what it was is that 
I took basically Michelle, like when I first met Michelle, we were kind of all boarding this huge bus with all the, you know, it was the BB can, Big Brother Canada for uh, finale party. We're all going to Niagara Falls. It was season one, two, three, four. Some of the U.S. players, Michelle was there. And amongst everyone, I just pulled Michelle to a side and I kind of told her, Michelle, I just want you to know that when I got out of the house, she was one of the first people, like, and I was shocked that, you know, so personally, I wasn't someone that watched a lot of Big Brother before Big Brother. I mean, there's super fans, and then there's the Ramseys. And for me, I watched season two, season three of Big Brother Canada, and then I watched season 10. And so coincidentally, by sheer coincidence, the person who happened to message me, and Michelle had no idea that I watched her season, but by sheer coincidence, she messaged me, and it was just like, oh, my God. You know, this person's reaching out. She's never met me. She has no idea who I am. And she's just reaching out because I'm a part of the Big Brother family. And, I, and honestly, Michelle, until this day, I just want to thank you so much because it meant the world to me. And it was such a tough time for me getting out and just receiving the support from you. Like, oh, man, I'm forever in debt to you. And I love you. You'll always be my oldest sister. Oh, I, you know, Aww. that's why I so want to, like, make sure people understand that your messages that you sent to us, whether it's an emoji or whatever, you know, just keep sending the love, positivity. As long as it's positive, keep it going, pay it forward. Um, I am just so excited uh, that Ramsey is part of our family. Uh, Cherry, uh, do we have some callers, or are we going to maybe have a little bit? I, I, we are having fun already, but we have some kind of surprises for you, Ramsey. Oh, no way. Okay, what's up? Well, I mean, Cherry, uh is there any callers, or did you want to do something different? Um, I was waiting until you got through with your questions to have people call in, but I just put the word out that they can call in now. So I'm sure that we'll have somebody on the line momentarily. Call in, people. Um, call in all right. to the listeners. Let's, let's hear your questions. Yeah, you guys call in for Ramsey. Um, while we're waiting for callers, um, and you guys, a uh, limited one question. I know you're going to be excited because we've already been getting tweets and chat room. By the way, Ramsey, can you say what's up to the chat room? Because we have a live chat room, and they are loving you, boy. You, what is what do, baby Mama do? Yeah. You know what? It's so funny. When I got out of the house, I think it was the first day that all the jury, I met up with all the jury members. None of them had obviously seen the episodes or nothing. And uh, I think we were doing a press as the whole house. And it was the first day they had left the house, basically, or they had left jury. And I in one of the, the group press interviews, I said, what it do, baby booze? And all of the jury looked at me like, what the heck did you just say? They had no idea because none of them got to see all my, you know, when I sat down and spoke to Arissa to do my evictions, none of them heard me say, what it do, baby boo, every time. Love it. So, it was so funny. They're like, what did you just say? And I was like, I say this all the time in my real life. It's kind of just like a joke. It's not serious, but I used to say it every time to erase So wait, you never said I, it in the house? Never said it in the house. I only saved it for Arissa. Whenever Arissa whenever would speak to me and she'd say, hey, Ramsey, it's time to cast your vote. I'd say, what it do, baby boo? And I would say, you know, I would, you know, I vote to evict, blah, blah, blah. And so yeah. it was just so funny for them. And now all of them kind of call me, like, whenever we just talk on the phone, they're like, what it do, baby boo? And kind of, you know, it's stuck. Even just walking down the street and people will see me that are fans of the show and they'll yell across, what it do, baby boo? It's actually so funny. 
You need to patent that <laughs> and make residuals. I'm just saying, being a, a you know your manager at this point because I just gave you the idea. I would like zero 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 point one percent of the profits. Done. You'll have a royalty. I'm gonna you, make sure you, to say what did you, baby boo. I'm gonna sell them and point zero zero one of the revenue. We can is we can go. negotiate. I'm just saying. I feel like you would make billions, and so I don't want to <laughs> feel like I'm, I'm infringing on our friendship by utilizing that. But I'm just saying. I think you would make a lot of money. What did you, baby boo? Exactly. I love exactly. that. All right, Cherry. What do we got, girl? Okay, we have Sebastian coming up. All right, Sebastian. Sebastian, you're on Hello. with Ramsey and Michelle. Hello, Michelle. Hello, Ramsey. How are you guys doing? Good. Good. How are you, good. Sebastian? What's your question Ramsey? for Michelle or Ramsey? Ramsey. Yeah. How's your dad doing? Hey, Sebastian, my dad is doing great. Thank God. He's, you know, he's, uh, he's kicking it. He's just chilling around. He's taking it easy. He's not supposed to move a lot because obviously he just got a big cut in his chest. But thankfully, he's doing great, Sebastian. Thanks for asking. Okay, I have a question now. Sure. Shoot uh, ahead, buddy. If you would have won an HOH, who would you have put up and yeah, who who would you have put up? Good question. Honestly, yeah, Ramsey, who would you put up? Who would yeah, what rough, exactly. feathers would you have ruffled? Because I don't know. I'm curious to to see what you would have done. Would you have done a big move? Honestly, everyone in the, everyone knows that my number one target was Cassandra in the house. I needed Cassandra. She was. She was a strong player who, you know, who I knew was going to do whatever she had to do to get through the game. I knew that she would, you know, she would say what she needed to say. She'd cut deals with whoever she needed to cut deals with just to get through. And I knew that that's a strong player in the Big Brother house. So, for me, it was always going to be Cassandra. She was always going to be on the block as to who goes beside her. That just kind of would have depended on the week. It would have depended who was left in the house. Um, and and I would have gone from there, but I would have made it clear that Cassandra would have been my target. Okay, so looking back right now, like how many episodes have you watched of of your season so I've, far? I've watched up to um, I think I've watched like seven or eight episodes so far. So not okay. That many, so do you think you do you think that you having the target on Cassandra is good? Because I think that you're right on the money. Oh, because um, sure. I think that she did a good job. I mean, yeah, but she did a great you job. were like, now when I hear that, that's interesting to hear. And then I'm wondering how you look back at it going, oh, my God, I knew it all along because a lot of people didn't know Cassandra no. was that good. No, no, and people didn't, and I've seen it from the beginning. And here's another thing yeah. that anyone who's listening that's going to enter the Big Brother house one day, as much as people say you need to know the strategy and everything, at the end of the day, there's a lot of just social common sense that goes on in that house. And I may not have known, you know, I may not have been a super fan, but I came into the house and I understood people really well. Maybe not understanding how to get people to go against each other and stuff like that, but I saw Cassandra, I saw through her since like the second week. I tried to warn people, but she was so good at the game 
that people would be like, no, Ramsey, you know, get get over it. You need to like, you need to drop your, you need to drop your, you know, target on Cassandra. You don't need to worry about her. But I knew, and I tried to voice that to as many people as I could, but they were kind of just like, oh man, she doesn't know anything. She's a dance. She's just, you know, let her get herself into trouble. But I was like, guys, she's not, she's puts on this mask that she doesn't know what she's doing, but she knows what she's doing. And because I was the only one who was coming after her, she was very clear in coming back after me. She knew that I was her biggest threat in the game. She knew that I was kind of one of the few people who saw what she was really doing. And so she wanted me out of the house really bad. So even when the koala votes happened, when Tim was HOH and he decided to use these koalas to decide who's on the block, Cassandra gave me four koalas and lied to me, saying that she never gave well, me. Well, what were your thoughts on the koala bears? Because I'll be honest with you. I'm going to tell you, as, like, a past Big Brother person, whatever. Okay, so I thought, yes, Tim was, okay, a wild card. He was going to do whatever. I like that because, for me, it's like, you know, underdogs are, for me, number one, and the only way underdogs will win if there's a twist. So Mm -hmm. um, then Tim did the koala bear thing, and I was like, what the heck? Like, why don't these people see? The only one that really saw it was Dallas, that he was doing this, and was like, I'm not going to tell you nothing. Like, did you see the koala thing as, like, Tim getting an advantage? Or were you kind of just kind of laying low and knowing that other people were kind of going to shoot themselves in the foot? Because for me, I would have laid low like you and not given them anything because other people would have maybe not done the gummy bear thing or eaten the gummy bear. Let me give all the viewers, let me give all the listeners the real lowdown. The real lowdown. Oh, everybody get your tea. Get your tea or get your wine. Okay, we're sipping, honey. Go. We're (laughs) sipping. Here we go. Those stupid koalas. Okay, first of all, for those who don't know, that's the way voting works in Australia. So in Tim's native Big Brother, that's how people vote. It's the whole house has five points, essentially. You distribute these points either four to one or three to two, and whoever has the two highest amount of points gets put up on the block and then the fans in Australia like the viewers they vote to evict one of them well in our house we just took whoever had the two amount like the two highest points which was Dallas and I and then the the house kind of just decided you know whatever whoever gets voted out so Dallas was not the only one to know what was going on in fact everyone knew that that was dumb and we didn't want to play along there's the I'll tell you where the problem is the problem is if the only way for us to overrule or overthrow the system that Tim was trying to put in place, which is use the koala. So if everyone said, I'm not going to use the koala, because the rule was, if you don't want to play the game, then you get five points to your own name. So I could have walked into that room and said, I'm not going to play these stupid games you're trying to play, Tim. I'm going to just, you know, not vote anyone but then I would have received five koalas to my name. And that would have worked if every single person in the house did it. Because then if that was the case, everyone would have five koalas, and then Tim would just need to decide on his own, just like he would if it were a normal HOH. Okay, so where was the crack? The crack was there's obviously people in the house who wanted to give koalas to certain people. For example, I knew Cassandra wanted to give me koalas. So because I knew she was going to give me four or three or however many koalas, there would be no point for me to go into, into the HOH room, say that I don't want to be part of the game, and give myself five because I'm just going to end up getting on the block for sure. 
Whereas before, I thought there would have been a chance that I would have been on the block, even though I ended up on the block either way. But I wouldn't have, if I didn't play the game, there was just a way higher chance I was going to be on. Whereas if I did play in the game, I knew that there might be a chance I'm not going to be on the block. So the only way, the reason is because there was a crack, because if one person decided to play, then it would throw everything off. And in the house, there were people who wanted to play. Cassandra wanted to play. Like, Mitch wanted to do it. Joel but wanted Cassandra to do it. But Cassandra wanted to play because she knew Tim wasn't going to put her up, right? But, but reg- it has nothing to do with whether Tim's going to put No, Tim but was she would- saying that she would do that? Like, she would not oh. say anything? Like, did you guys believe that? Or did you guys know no. that she was playing with Tim? No, we knew she was playing with Tim, but we also knew that Tim was going to be honest about his nominations. Like, we knew that Tim, like, everyone in the house trusted that the people with the two highest amount of koalas were going to be put up, even if it happened to be Cassandra. Until this day, I think that if Cassandra had the highest amount or second highest amount of koalas, Tim would have nominated her. He would have stuck true to whatever the koala said. We, we believe that. So for that reason... That reason, I knew that no matter what, someone was going to put koalas on my name, that I had to also play the game. And I had to give four koalas or three koalas to somebody else to help even it out. So it would be close. I'm hoping that, like, for example, if I gave some koalas to Jared, then I'm hoping that somebody else would have given some to Jared. And somebody else would have given some to Jared, and then that would have put him in second place, not me. And I would have been on the block. So we knew that Tim was, you know, coming clean out of this HOH. We knew like that he was working with Cassandra, but the only thing, and we also knew that if we all decided not to play, that it would have worked in our favor. But the problem was we also knew that not everyone was going to walk into that room and say, I don't want to play along with your games. I'm going to give my koalas to this person. And so when you know that someone's coming after you, you automatically need to look after yourself. And the only way to look after yourself it's to put points on somebody else's name so that hopefully they're nominated, not you. Absolutely. I mean, you are there to win the money for yourself but, and the prize but, for yourself. But you, but you know what? Like, we knew, you know, I knew who was, like, I knew Dallas was on the block. Everyone knew Dallas was getting on the block. Like, that was just apparent. The only thing I didn't know, like, I knew going into that, koala that Joel was going to give me two, Mitch was going to give me two. I knew they cut. We had a discussion and we said, why don't you guys give me two koalas? That'll help even it out. You know, this way, hopefully somebody else will get more koalas than me. But I never knew that Cassandra was going to give me four. She, in fact, she told me ahead of the vote that she wasn't going to give me any. And even though I didn't, you know, I, I shouldn't have not that believing her mattered, but I did believe her. I was like, oh, she's not going to give me any. So I'm going to fly by low key. Everything's going to be good. But she ended up giving me four, and that put me in second place. But um, whatever. I won that veto. And I Dallas? knew that when it came down to the – and what What about Dallas? Dallas is the only one that didn't play at all, and he wound up giving himself five koalas. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? If Dallas – here's my mistake. This is my mistake in hindsight. My mistake was letting Dallas do that. If I had known that the votes were going to be as close, I would have spoke to Dallas and said, listen, Dallas, you're on the block one way or another. There's no way you're going to get away from that. Everyone is going to give you enough koalas that you're in first place. What I should have told Dallas to do is to walk into that room and give koalas to the person who I thought would have been next. So I thought Jared would have been the next highest. 
So I said, walk into the room, give four koalas to Jared. And if that had happened, I wouldn't have been on the block. Yeah, but I don't think Dallas would have done that. Dallas was just like mentally like, no, you're not going to get, you know. And I think that that was good because, you know, if he had given, you know, a a little bit to this, a little bit of that, he would have felt like a weakness, even though that wasn't. That's what he wanted. For sure. I mean, for, for, so for I thought it was game, good it on good. his gameplay. Exactly. And you're right. And I agree for his gameplay. I'm talking about for my gameplay, I should have tried. See, I didn't even bother. Like, when, when Tim announced he was going to do that, everyone, scr- everyone scrambled. Every, Cassandra was in this person's ear, that person. I was laying on the patio couch. I didn't care what happened because I knew that whoever gets voted up, there was still a veto challenge and there was still the vote. And that's what people also need to realize is even if you're nominated, your game is far from over. Like there are so many opportunities to get free. A, you have the veto, which you can win. And B, people still need to vote you out. And if you can persuade people to vote you in, then you're still in the game. So I kind of sat back and relaxed. And so for my game, I thought that week, my biggest mistake was just doing that. I should have been in Dallas's ear and I should have been like Dallas. I know you're going up. You're, you're, he was in an alliance with me. Me, him, and Maddie had an alliance together. So if I had kind of used that to my advantage, I said, listen, Dallas, you're going up one way or another. I'm in an alliance with you. Help save me because you're going on the block regardless. Let's try and get somebody else out of the house and keep you in. But for his game, you're right. What he did was the right thing, and it kind of showed that he is going to stick to his side regardless of whatever. Yeah, he, I think he had a feeling. Um, Ramsey, I think he had a feeling that he was going up anyway. So for him, I think it was kind of like, you know what? I'm going up anyway, so screw you. I'm not yeah. going to give you anything. And it, I'm I not going to give really you what you was. want. No matter if you said anything to him beforehand, I really don't think it would have changed. I think Dallas would have stuck to I his own. I don't think so either. Um, I, I, I uh, agree. Let's talk a little about, about you and Maddie. I mean, I, I, I thought that you guys were great together. The one thing I disliked about Maddie's game, I really liked her when she was HOH, and she was like, I don't care all of you guys are on the block. I just didn't understand why she took out Levine when she did. I think it was early, off the bat. Yeah. Um, I know I you guys know. were lying together. I think the numbers were too large at that point to make that move. And Honestly, did she tell you that, that she was going to do that, or did she just do that? That, out decision, of that decision happened so fast. You know, I think I think what happened is the house. Okay, so that week, um, so who was it? It was Levita was outgoing HOH, and yeah. that week she kind of decided I'm not going to go back and forth with trying to get out this three-headed monster, which was Jared Roll and Kelsey. I'm going to, you know, emotions aside, I'm not going to go back and forth, and I'm going to put two new people up, and hopefully that will, you know, gain their trust in me. That's kind of what Levita was thinking. And so she put up Cassandra and Christine, but all that did, in my opinion, it never worked. I think regardless of whatever Levita did, those three were never going to trust her. And then now not only did she lose their trust, she also lost our trust because she was supposed to be working with us, but then now she's not going to put up the people who we knew that were coming after us. And then in addition to that, it also got two new enemies, which was Cassandra and Christine. So I don't think that was the best move for Levita, but Regardless of the fact, Levita was trying to create relationships with everyone in the house. And because she was trying to do that, it started to get a little bit sketchy. People noticed that she was cutting deals with everyone. People knew that she was talking to everyone. So people got a little bit sketchy of her. And so Maddie 
What I think she was trying to do that week was to do the whole house a favor. What she didn't realize is that despite the whole house sort of being up to LaVita and being skeptical of LaVita, she was working with us more maybe than she was working with the other side. And so, I don't know, for whatever reason, Maddie felt that taking out LaVita, she would have been liked by everyone in the house. People would have praised her for it, which some of them did. But I think, especially Dallas and I, told Maddie that we need LaVita on our side. And at the end of the day, that girl does what she wants. She, she I always wondered in a very like, good what way. would have happened. Um, Ramsey, if Levita stayed in the house because, or it's like oh my gosh. the vote of them getting getting either Kelsey back or you know Levita. A lot of people speculate that you guys turned over quickly and allowed the other side to let in Kelsey. How was the battle for Levita to get in the house? Did you guys fight thick and nail like you know? Did you guys Honestly, put uh, front forward? Like, how did that work out? Because, you know, you only see what you see on, you know. Yeah. Honestly, network. it was like when – so when we all found out the news about that, Jared was the quickest to stand up, obviously, and say we want Kelsey. And after him, it was Raul. Cassandra did not like LaVita at all. So she wanted LaVita out of the house, like, a lot. Tim was also a big part of – you know, he was trying to play mediator – but he wanted, you know, he was pro-Kelsey. There was, honestly, there was only me, Joel, and Maddie who kind of wanted LaVita in. Uh, with Joel and I, I don't know. I kind of just, I, I did not think that there was a chance that LaVita was going to come back in. And I thought as much as I want to sit there, and I wanted her in 100%. I made it very known even after the fact. But I think there was way too much on the other side, which is to keep Kelsey in. And, and, and I didn't want to risk my game at that point. I said, I can still deal with Kelsey coming in. I know that LaVita coming in is maybe going to give me numbers, but I felt that even if Kelsey came back in, I'd still be able to weasel my way through, which I did. And I could have done that had I gone through. So for me, as much as I wanted LaVita back in the house, I sort of remained silent during that discussion, and I kind of said, "Whatever, whoever feels strong about one or the other, let's do it." Maddie definitely voiced her opinion. She said, "You know, here's you know some pros to keeping Lavita, but at the end of the day, it was kind of a quick unanimous decision that Kelsey had way more people just by numbers. It wasn't really strategic, and that's kind of you know in hindsight, that's the mistake. I don't think people were playing the game because if people thought strategically." then they would have brought LaVita in because everyone said, if we bring LaVita in, let's vote her out the next week. That was kind of the decision. It was, do we bring in Kelsey, who is going to sort yeah, of get along with the house more? Yeah, you guys knew what Kelsey would have done when she come in. She would have stayed because. Yeah, we, uh, we knew. But it was like, we also knew that LaVita coming in, she was just always thinking game, 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 game. She was never like, she was consumed by the game. And I know LaVita has said in the past, well, we're, we are playing a game, so obviously you have to get consumed by the game. But I think playing the game, part of playing the game, is not always talking about the game. That is how you build social relationships and connections. That is part of your social game, is not always talking about the game. And for a second to just talk about, you know, a sport that you like or, you know, a hobby that you two people share, that is how you build more rapport with someone. And I think LaVita was so much game that people 
didn't want that intensity back in the house. So that was the decision. But they said, if we bring in LaVita, it's going to buy everyone in the house another week because we had a consensus that if we brought her in, we would nominate her. But at the end of the day, Jared needed his, you know, princess and Raul needed his princess because they were in an alliance. And Cassandra did not want LaVita in and Tim wanted, you know, Kelsey in. So I don't know. Well, just, let's get it right. The only por- the only princess here is the Portuguese princess that's on the phone right now. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's the one thing right twist. The only princess is the real one. But and to Jared, Hello. unfortunately, Michelle, unfortunately to Jared, you were not his princess. But if you were in the house, you would have been my princess, and I would have made sure you got back in the house if that was you. Well, hello then. Get me on there oh, now, Panda. Hello. Yeah. Um, you know, um, I thought that, you know, just all you guys, the way you guys played this year, it was just epic and amazing. Um, we know what happened with you. And uh, so a lot of people want to hear your kind of thoughts on um, who would you have picked as the winner between the Pax Brothers and Kelsey if you were in the jury? Um, yeah. What, how would your vote have gone? That's probably uh, what a lot of people want For to sure. Know. Yeah, for sure. Um, I, when I found out, so obviously, you know, the show found out that the brothers were Canada's pick, but besides the show needing to put the ballot, like the vote in the ballot or whatever, I was the first person to see that the brothers were the ones nominated. And that is exactly who I would have nominated had I actually been in the jury. So, you know, as someone who should have been jury, but wasn't because I had left for my dad. I was so happy to know that the person I would have voted for is the one that Canada voted for. And the reason I would have voted for the brothers is because kind of what we discussed earlier, the brothers, in my opinion, they played, you know, they played a good, they played a good uh, floater game. You know, they were always on both sides. Uh, They never really stood up and made a decision. They were always, they, they always let everybody else make a decision. And then they would just jump onto the bandwagon, whatever way it decided to go. Um, but the thing that I will give them, even though in my opinion, their strategic game wasn't all so good. The thing I will give them is when it came down to the competitions in the end, they won them. And I don't care what anyone says. I know that tons of people have already been saying that, but when you need to win competition is at the end of the game and Nick, you know, more so than Phil won those competitions and you got to give that up to them. They would have been out of the house if they never won those competitions. 100%, they would have been voted out. And a lot of, you know, again, a lot of luck played into it, whereas they won it, Kelsey won it. They won it, Kelsey won it. And so, like, um, they were deserving, in my opinion, more so than Kelsey. Because, I don't know, I think Kelsey didn't really play much of a game. And then when she got to the end, it was kind of just like she was carried there, really. It's not like she, you know, made any moves or anything, but... Out of the two, I would definitely have voted the brothers, and I'm, I'm happy they won. Well, I think the, the brothers deserve to have won, number one. Um, I feel like um, Kelsey did a great job, and also just in general, Big Brother um, Canada 4, and um, how epic it was and amazing, and the twists and the turns that we got to see along with Ramsey, who was a big part of it. Um it was one of those kind of epic moments where you kind of really think about life and your family. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I left there knowing that, you know, I left my family and then to know what Ramsey went through and uh, for him to have left the way he did. 
and you don't realize how much you have actually made an uh, impression in all, all of our lives that we will never forget, mm-hmm. ever. Um, thank you. I just wanted to personally thank you for coming on Manic Monday. And we're excited oh, that it's your first time on here. So, uh, Cherry, can you just do me a favor real quick and give uh, good old Ramsey one of our uh, applause from the fans and everybody who has collectively been watching him via uh, Twitter, Instagram, whatever, or chatting about him? Can you just give him a round of applause, please? Absolutely. That is so nice. Thank you so much, Michelle. It is honestly, it is my pleasure to be on Manic Mondays. And, I, lo- you know, this is the first time I've spoken about the game, uh, you know, amongst all the podcasts and all the shows. And this is really the first one, and I wanted it to go to the most special, which is, you know, Michelle and Manic Monday. So I'm happy to be here. Uh-huh. And again, thank you to all the listeners. Thank you to everyone. Follow me on my social medias because if you ever reach out to me, I want to see time out of my day. About the, well, you tell everybody. So first off, tell everybody what your Facebook is. For sure. So for me, my two biggest social medias are Instagram and Snapchat. If you want my Facebook, you know, it's just Ramsey BB Can. You can find it essentially by just typing in Ramsey. I think I'm the only Ramsey on Big Brother. So you can just type in Big Brother Ramsey and you'll find all of them. But just so you all know, to the listeners, I am most active on Snapchat and Instagram. And my Instagram is the official Ramsey. And my Snapchat is Ramsey Charming. And you can find me on either one. And if you reach out to me, you can bet that you'll get a response. So, yeah. Okay. So, would you have a Twitter, Ramsey? Because everybody oh, needs to know your Twitter. Oh, of course. Twitter. Can't believe I forgot my Twitter. And my Don't Twitter is Twitter. Ramsey. And my, my Twitter is Ramsey BB Can. So, you can also check me out there if you want to follow. Of course. Um, Ramsey, first off, we just want to thank you here on Manic Monday. Um, Cherry Pie, um, do you have any questions, comments, or anything for Ramsey? Because I know you're a little bit obsessed. I mean, you've been a little bit quiet, but we know you're obsessed with Ramsey. Stop. I don't understand why you're so quiet, Ramsey. She just, she's a little bit obsessed with you. So. You know what? Well, you know I think, I just adore ahead, Ramsey. Cherry. I know Come that, on. I know that he, uh, he knows how much the fans loved and adored him. He's been out of the house long enough to know that now, so I don't have to, to go over all of that with him. Um, I just wondered if he would mind playing a, li- a little game um, Ooh. with us on Manic Monday. Do you mind playing a little yeah. game with us? This is like something we like to do. Okay, Lindsay is down. See, I this told, is called listen. Manic Mondays Imagine If. Oh, okay. Ooh, Manic good. Monday, imagine if. imagine if. Are you ready, Ramsey, to play Manic Monday, oh, imagine okay. if? I just put all on right, my imagination hat right now. Everybody would expect us to ask you something probably about Maddie, so we're going to switch it up and say <laughs> we're going to make this um, so good. about Dallas instead. So I we're going to put it. Dallas in this here. Okay. Okay. So All right. let's do it. Manic Mondays. Imagine if Dallas were a CD or an album, which would he be? Born to Run, My Way, Let It Be, Oops, I Did It Again, Please Hammer Don't <laughs> Hurt Him, 
or never mind. Oh my God! Ooh, um, wicked good. All right, give them to me one more time. Okay. One is born to run. Two is my way. Three is let it be. Four is oops, I did it again. Five is please hammer, don't hurt them. And six is never mind. I'm going to go with the first, Mr. Bruce Springsteen. I'm going to go with born to run. Ooh. Uh Why is that, Ramsey? I mean... Dallas, yeah, you want to be born to run with her. Yeah, with his ass, yeah. <laughs> yep, next. Or is that it? Okay. I, I like this game. No, 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 no. We have more. Okay, so let's say I've got a few of these, so I'm not sure which one to pick next. Um, oh, just do it. I know if, you had a lot in your mind. Go. If Dallas were a box, which would he be? A penalty box? A boom box, a toy box, a luxury box, a shoe box, <laughs> or an ice box. <laughs> okay. Can we, can we do okay. a combination? That's like, wait I, a minute. Do you want to say it again, Cherry? Because I think I laughed because that was so epic. Okay. I wait. Know. So good. Ramsey, wait. I know you want to know again. Cherry, please. I, I'm not going to laugh. Okay, go. A penalty box, a boom box, a toy box, a luxury box. A shoebox or an icebox? Oh my god, Ooh. that is so good. Okay, uh, I need Dallas. Oh Dallas my god. is like a combination. He's a combination of a boombox and a penalty box because <laughs> Dallas truly is the loudest one. He is like the boombox. He's the one that projects. He's the one that just is, you know, the life of the party, as we said in the house. But at the same time, he's your typical badass. He's your penalty box. He's the guy that's rough around the edges. He's the guy that doesn't care and is going to take a hit or a hit if he needs to. So, Dallas, my friend, if you're listening, you are a penalty and a boombox combined. Okay. Holy shit. I didn't even know that we had two choices. So, you just broke the mold there, Ramsey. Ramsey breaking the mold on Manic Mondays, honey. Put that in. The okay, we're gonna do. We are revamping Manic Cherry. We are revamping Manic Monday. We don't even know it yet. Ramsey just revamped us. <laughs> we're gonna shit. do one more of these, and then we're gonna do two. Oh my god, I'm nervous. I'm actually cat. biting my fingernails. I'm biting my fingernails. Okay. okay, let's do this. All right, go ahead. Okay, Cherry, I'm scared. If Dallas wore something unusual, which would it be? A cape, a feather behind the ear, a tongue stud, leather shorts, a poncho, or a kilt. Oh my God! All right, oh. repeat that. What were the? T- it was, it was a tongue. A cape. Um, a, a cape, a feather behind the ear, a tongue stud, leather shorts, a poncho, or a kilt. Wait, is he oh wearing this God. anything, or is this was like for what? What is it for? If just he wore general, something unusual. Okay, just like randomly? Okay, go, go. Ramsey, I'm I, I'm, I'm Dallas, the Dallas that I know, um, oh, man, I'm torn between the leather shorts and the tongue stud. I, uh, I'm yes, thinking, me too. I'm, I don't know, though. I'm leaning towards the tongue stud for some reason. Dallas is just badass. He's just this guy that's like, He's, have you seen his pictures? He's always got his tongue sticking out. 
He's always like, well, there you go. He's just like, so I'm going to go with the punch fits cut. appropriately. <laughs> yeah, there you go. And you know what? I'll get, okay. one of I these am, days when Dallas I, is like really, really drunk, I'll get him to just put in a tongue stud and then it, we'll tweet it out to you guys. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Bingo. There we go. I have one more that I've got to do for, for you for Dallas. And then we're going to go to one, a couple that are for okay, the Okay. I'm camp. nervous. These are so okay. good, by the way. Sorry. Okay. I know they really are. These are if so Dallas good. were okay. kissing someone good night after a first date, where would he oh. plant the kiss? On the cheek, where, where would on he the lips, wait. in the air, on the feet. I don't know what that's about. On the back <laughs> of the hand, or would he go all the way for the tonsils? Okay, oh, where my is God. This? Wait, where is this? Where is he? So okay. Dallas if Dallas were kissing date. someone good night after a first date, would he plant okay. the kiss on the cheek, the lips, in the air, on the feet? And I don't know what that's about. On the back of the hand, <laughs> or would he go all the way to the tonsils? You know what? Okay, that's you, Ramsey. What? Either I think Dallas. He's Dallas is actually a ladies' man. He's despite being this crazy party animal, he's a soft romantic. And so I'm gonna say that after a first date, Dallas is gonna go for a hand on a kiss for on the back of the hand. Mm, you know what? You know what? Dallas is pretty sexy. Dallas, he is he's a good looking guy. Listen, sexy. Dallas, he's the beast from the east. And I always, you know, yeah. he always told me, Ramsey, I'm the beast from the East. And I told him, Dallas, listen, I'm the beast from the Middle East. And we kind of just been, <laughs> you know, brothers. But that's just how we do it. That's I'm going to cool. go with Dallas. Um, yeah, I, 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 I actually like this game a lot. Um, me too. I, you have one, one, one more question, Chuck. I know I, you probably okay, don't have it. it. So I've got a couple so that are for the entire cast. One. Oh, okay. Ooh. These two, okay. these two are for the entire cast. Now we're not talking about just Dallas anymore. If you All and right. your entire cast were stuck in a crowded elevator, which player would use this opportunity to pick up an attractive stranger? Oh. Of the entire cast. Yes, Who the would entire use cast. This opportunity okay, the entire up. cast, Ramsey. That they can wait. That they would go out of the way to. They would use the opportunity to pick, up, to pick up an attractive stranger. Okay, to hook up, right? Like, that's the lingo. I don't know. Yeah. Okay, Ramsey. Yeah, yeah. Who would do that? Gonna, Not you. I think I would I'm scratch gonna you. Say, um, trying to think here. I got the whole cast in my head right here. I would say... Hmm, it's hard. Honestly, I think I'd say either... Either Dallas. Actually, I'd probably yeah. be Dallas. I think it'd be Dallas. Okay, Dallas works that Swiffer suite. Okay, so um, Ramsey, remember when the glass broke? And yes. then um, Ramsey, um, no, no, not Ramsey, sorry. I'm talking about um, Dallas came over. I think maybe there was some sweeping going on and you involved, I don't know. But he swept the crap out of that uh, cup. And it was pretty yes. epic. It was actually a little weird. But <laughs> yeah, that was so I love funny. our family. It's so awesome. 
It was okay, I've got a couple more oh. involving the entire cast. Go ahead. Okay, your entire cast checks into a hotel. Which cast member would want to leave if there were no room service? Oh my God, that's. Oh wait, crazy. wait, wait, wait! This is the question, Cherry. Wait, what? House guest? Okay, say it again, please. Because I need to get the entire cast checked right into a hotel. Names out. Which cast member? <laughs> the entire cast checked into a hotel. Which which cast member would want to leave if there were no room service? Okay. Okay. So, go ahead. Okay, go ahead. What's I the think, name? I think that this was made apparent in the BBK and Grant. I mean, you guys watched the season. Who went craziest in that house? It would have to be Nikki, 100%. Nikki. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. That is, she, she is, you know, she was our English queen in that house. And what the queen wanted, she had to get. And if she didn't have room service, she would have gone crazy like she did in the house. Um, she, okay, so going back on Nikki and watching her um, – you know, whatever you guys were able to see, I don't know how much you've seen, but to see Nikki break down and to have her moments, and I, I'm sure she didn't not show that to you guys, but were you guys kind of like, oh, my God, how crazy and how many fans she had? Honestly, like, so when Nikki broke down the first time, I think it was her second day in the house, and for the most part, like, some of us, like, for the most part, I'd say people were laughing. They are like, hey, is she faking it? Is this an act? You know, this is just too over the top. It must be funny. But there were a few of us, like Mitch and I, who were, like, you know, sincerely concerned. I was very concerned for Nikki the first time I saw her sort of break down and, like, go, you know, do Nikki as she does herself. But once, you know, it started happening over and over and over again, you kind of, you kind of understand, you know, how she works and... You just want to, like, you comfort her, but you also need to let her, you know, you need to tell her to let it out. But Nikki is the sweetest girl in the world. She's honestly, everyone in that house loved her, despite her crazy antics. I think that just made everything even more fun. But at first, I was a lot more concerned. But after it happened, you know, a lot more, it, it went from concern to more so just like, needing someone to be there, you know, next to her. And Tim was that person for her as the show went on. She really built a close relationship with Tim and Mitch. Um, and they sort of were able to, like, help her through any episodes that she had. Okay, Ramsey, can we get this out of the way? Because it's a little bit kind of weird. And to me, I don't think it's actually a issue. But the fact that Tim and Nikki were from an international country, I think fair and square they were on the season. I mean – Wild card. There was a lot of different wild cards. Um, did yeah. that really? I don't think that affected you, right? Like, did you care no. if they were from Guam? If they were, you Honestly, wanted to win I no matter where the heck they from. Like, you were like, I want to win, bitch. Like, I don't care yeah, if you were man. from Alaska, if you from Asia. Like, it didn't care. It, does it really no, matter like, to you? It didn't. It honestly didn't matter to me at all. When I came, like, listen, obviously, like, Christine was pissed when they came in the house. She was like, who are these people? They're not Canadian. Let's get them out. I was happy. I wanted them, like, being someone who was not a super fan, I was just like, here are two people in the house 
who have played the game before, who are going to be able to help us out, uh, who are going to be able to, like Tim, for example, came into the house and brought a whole new level of fun, started telling us games that he had played on his season, started telling us recipes of things that they cooked on their season. Like he brought in a whole new set of wisdom and advice that nobody else would have been able to bring because we've never been on the show before. And then when it came down to the end of the game, when the brothers were like, we want a Canadian to win or non-Canadian, I didn't care if this person's from the moon. I, they each Thank had you. an equal shot, had winning. The only thing that I would have maybe said is not be, I wouldn't have wanted Tim to win, not because he was international, but because he had won the show before. But even if it was a Canadian, so let's say we brought in a previous Canadian house guest and they had won the show before and I had got to the finals and they'd got to the finals, I would have said, hmm, you know what? Here's someone that's won the, pri- the grand prize before. Here's someone who hasn't won. They played like a little bit equal game. Maybe I'd give it to the person who hasn't won. But in Tim's case, if he had gone to the finals, I would have voted for him or I would have hoped that Canada would have voted for him because he played a stellar game. And I don't care where you're from. You came into the game equal, just like the rest of us, and it's, you know, everyone's equal. So good for whoever wins. Well, there was a lot of speculation for that, but you know what? Yeah. Um, You guys um, in Big Brother Canada world have been so epic and amazing and have been a huge part of my life because, um, you know, the Big Brother family doesn't actually uh, pick voters, and so um, it's such a pleasure of mine to say that you are my family along with U.S., Australia, U.K., Brazil, Portugal, wherever you come from. Um, It's been a blessing to me, and um, meeting uh, Ramsey has been really kind of um, epic, um, just being able to talk to him and everything, and uh, a blessing that he's been on Manic Monday. And we're here to all connect everybody to reality shows and to all that we all really are a part of, and it's just kind of a life, right? Because we're all living in the mm-hmm. same life. We all kind of adapt and are chameleons in our own world. And I think we all kind of get to be ourselves in this environment. And what I really want to say is thank you so much, Ramsey, um, for coming on and being um, um, my friend and um, meet, uh, us meeting each other. It was really kind of like a staple, like, and uh, yeah. um Hope that you're uh, able to make it to New York City for the premiere party. There's a lot of your familia coming. Um, we got the Pax Brothers, LaVita, Kelsey, Kate, uh, Cassandra, and Joe. And I uh, would love to have you. I remember um, I mentioned it, that that would be really cool if you came. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try my best. I know you've got a lot uh, of things going on, though. For sure. Yeah. I no, do have been... one more question for Ramsey. What's that? Shoot. Shoot, um, shoot. It's actually from somebody in the chat room, and Jason wanted to know how your relationship is with Maddie now. Of course, yeah. Uh, me and Maddie are such great friends. You know, we talk all the time. Um, and, you know, obviously, like, Maddie, when she got out of the house, she spent an extra week here with me in Toronto, and I kind of showed her the city, and I kind of like showed her the way we do it up in Toronto, and we had an amazing time. Um, we're not dating, we're, but we are talking, and we're just kind of going to, you know, 
talk during the summer. We're going to see where things go. And um, I wouldn't be surprised if we did date. And I, who knows, you know, who knows what's going to happen. We're just going to play it by week and we're going to sort of see where things go. Well, I know from being a viewer um, that you guys will always be great friends. And it's one of those blessings that you get from an experience. And I feel like that you and her, um, Maddie, uh, have had experience and we'll be able to share that with each other, which is so epic. Um, Maddie, who is my pool partner. And uh, Ramsey, you saw that shit. Uh, we can't swear here, but, uh, uh, yeah, I <laughs> killed that school table. Correct? Oh correct? yeah. You crushed her. You know what? I'm going to throw it down. I'm going to put it on record. Michelle is the best female. Hey, I'm not even going to say female, but in the house, we had tons of competitions. Maddie was the best female player in our, in our big brother house. Actually, no, that's wrong. Kelsey was. But and then let's what not happened? get let's not get one thing twisted. We thought Maddie was good coming out, but when she met Michelle in Niagara Falls and they played a pool game, Michelle destroyed her, absolutely annihilated her, and she will give you anyone who's listening to this a run for their money. So be careful if you ever come in contact with Michelle and she's at the pool table. Don't believe her when she says she's not good because she will shark you. Ramsey, I told you I've never played a game of pool in my life. Twinkle, twinkle. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Don't ever trust you the Portuguese person, Ramsey. I will, I will just mess everything up. Um, yes. So, you guys don't even know. Like, we just, you know, you guys have been watching us, and well, not us. Myself is like eight years. Uh, let's dust the camera off. But watching Ramsey and with his family and everything. So where is everything at right now with your family? Like, what are you doing, Ramsey? Do you have some things in the lineup? Because I know that your dad's doing off the hook. Your sister, yeah. by the way. Oh, my God. You have so much oh, going on your you. plate. Let's spit it out right now. We only have a few minutes yeah. need to know where we can find you or stalk you. For sure. For sure. For sure. <laughs> I mean, in the uh, in the near future, what kind of what I'm doing right now is obviously I want to use this summer and sort of just give back to the fans and say thank you and give them whatever they want. You know, I want to meet them. I want to do these meet and greets with them. I want to say hello to them. I want to thank them. I want to hug them. So in the near future, I'm going to be going to Newfoundland next weekend. Um, I'm going to be doing some meet and greets and I'm going to be hosting an event there. After Newfoundland, I'm going to be taking, you know, I'm going to be taking down the East Coast, New Brunswick, Nova Scotia. I'm going to be making appearances. And so just stay updated with my Twitter, my Snapchat, and my Instagram. Those three things are where you're going to find everything. As far as what I'm going to do with work and stuff like that, I was in marketing before the show, and I'm going to go back to marketing. But I would love to do, you know, I'm right now working on some, uh, some sort of collaborations with brands where I can sort of be a brand ambassador for them and continue pushing out this message of family, positivity, and inspiration. And I want to do that. So Awesome. And we know you can do it. Um, we just want yes. to say, if you ever want to come back on Manic Monday uh, to support or to retweet or to um, support anything that you've got going on, you can come back anytime. Um, oh, thank you so much. Say that I am so blessed to have you on here. Um, you are my family. You are such an important thing um, in my life. Uh, we've experienced, uh, I, I don't want to say that just because of, of, of 
reality rally or uh, just different causes that bring us together. But I always think that, Ramsey, you know, what? our conversation we had, you know, is like what really is a part of um, just bringing people together and the, the wiser wisdom and um, being able to uh, forklift and just foretell different causes. So thank you so much, Ramsey, for coming on. I just truly adore you, babe. Thank you so much again, guys. And I would love to be a part. Like, I can't wait to come back. It's not about if. It's about when. I'll be back on Manic Mondays, and we'll talk. And you know what? Now that I'm a part of this Big Brother family, like, I can, you know, I've never really watched the U.S. seasons except for your season, Michelle, just to okay, sort of so brush Ramsey, up on Okay, so let everybody know. Okay, quick, you guys, just quick, quick, quick. I know you guys just, like, pause a moment. So, Ramsey, you didn't watch Big Brother America. When did you watch it? You watched it my season was the first one, season 10? Yes. Best season I ever, by the way. Okay, you know how I found your season? I literally typed into Google, best Big Brother season ever. And then there was someone who had made a list, and 10 was number one. And I said, okay, I don't know too much of the show. I'm going to quickly brush up on my knowledge. So I watched, like, a super condensed version of your show, which was just to learn about strategy, learn about what happened, see some of the things that goes down. And so that's, you know, I saw you fired up in the backyard. I seen, I seen all the crazy antics Dan pulled that season. I seen it all. And so that, yeah, that's exactly it. Well, pretty epic, Ramsey. Um, just to talk about the fact that June 22nd will be Big Brother 18 premiere. And, you know, Ramsey, not to put you out on Front Street, but La Vida and the Pax Brothers and Joel and Kelsey and am I missing somebody? There's somebody else um, coming on that they're going to be attending the uh, premiere party of Big Brother 18 in NYC. So why aren't you going to be there? Or are you going to make your debut announcement now? Uh, I'm not going to make it just yet as much as you want me to, but I hey. have to see that. Hey, listen. So you know I about it. Do... So you know about it. I know about it, and I'm going to try and make it okay. out there. But okay. I'm not. I can't... I'm going to try my best to make it out there. And if I do make it out there, Michelle, you and I are going to party, and we're going to make it one to remember for sure. Well, can I just tell you one thing, um, Ramsey? I bring my mother. What? Yeah, Mama Costa. Mama Costa. Um, I take care of my mama, and my mama. Um, she broke her arm really badly, and so I've been taking care of her for many years now. And so she is my right right hand girl, and she is a staple in the community. And she is actually the queen bee, Cherry. Right? I mean, she Ma- is- Mama Casta is epic. Everybody knows and loves Ooh. Mama Casta. Yeah, you gotta meet Mama oh, Casta. She's so, Ramsey, uh, be ready because she's going to kiss you to pieces. Old school Portuguese, honey. Oh, man, I can't wait because uh, where I'm from originally, not Toronto, but the city about an hour away outside Toronto is has a huge, huge Portuguese, Portuguese population. So I know I know how the oh, Portuguese Oh, honey, she's going to bring you bread. She's going to oh, get Oh, my God. Like, <laughs> she's going to stuff yeah, me. And when I'm full, she's going to feed me even more. She's not going to let me leave until... <laughs> 
my, you no. know, my belly just burst. I know how you guys do yeah. it. It's all love. Yeah. <laughs> Be prepared for that. Okay, baby. I will. I will. Oh my gosh. So, I, did, baby I just want to say we've gone over our time frame, Ramsey, and I blame only you for being so awesome. So let's blame Ramsey <laughs> for being so awesome. Everybody <laughs> give him a high five. Salute. <laughs> oh my god. Ramsey, oh, it's your man. fault that we have like actually extended our show for like forty five million hours. <laughs> it yeah, wasn't we... that long a show. But thank no, Ramsey, okay, thank 40, you so much for being on. It is my pleasure, guys. Thanks again. We really All enjoyed right, it. Ramsey. I can't wait to have you back again. For sure. And I can't okay. wait to be All back. Right, Ramsey, if you can quickly just Talk about your Facebook, your Twitter. Yep. He's already done can, that. Um, no, but I don't once think again, he did his Facebook. I think I interrupted him before that. Yeah, once again, <laughs> Facebook. If you want to Facebook me, find Ramsey BB Can. If you want to t- find me on Twitter, it's also Ramsey BB Can. And then if you want to find me on Instagram, it's the official Ramsey. And if you want to find me on Snapchat, it's Ramsey Charming. But if you can't remember all that, just type in Ramsey Big Brother into Google and it's going to pop up sort of all my different social medias and they're all kind of connected. So if you find one, you'll find another, but just know that I'm most active on Twitter, Snapchat, and Instagram. Awesome. All right. So you guys know his Facebook, his Instagram, his social media. Um, Ramsey, your story that you were able to not even tell, but just us, just going through your heart, and it was really absolutely amazing. We're glad to hear that your father's doing okay, and we hope to see you back because anybody deserves to be back on any kind of Big Brother Canada All-Stars would be you. I actually personally want to have a Big Brother U.S. with Big Brother Canada because I think I do pretty good. I mean, I can have all you guys in my pocket. Oh, my God. Here we go. You know what? We're getting low-key final two alliance right now, you and me, Michelle. Final two. Don't tell anybody. As I always say, it's between you and me. Um. You guys, make sure you give a shout-out to the fabulous Ramsey. And we are just bowing our heads to you. Bow, bow, bow. Um, and I will I, – wait, you got to make it to NYC. You're, your name's not on that, Ramsey. I'm pretty upset. On what? Uh, coming to the NYC premiere party. Oh, yes, it's not – and I'm going to change that. I just got to look at my schedule. I got to free a few things up. And next thing you know, you'll see my picture there. All right. All right. So everybody out there hearing. So now that's your, you just screwed up. Because everybody is <laughs> sending you messages. Everybody I know. Like, so you're going to come. So you're going to come. All right. So you guys, let them give them three weeks before you yeah. let them. <laughs> give me some time. I know, right? Okay. Um, all right. I don't like to say goodbye, Ramsey. I know. It's not goodbye. It's see you later. I don't want to say goodbye. No, I don't want to say That's goodbye. Right. I see you later. later. You're like so epic and amazing. And obviously, for me, is bring back Ramsey for it doesn't matter. Like freaking any kind of Big Brother All Stars ever. Um, 
You have just been amazing, epic, and we wish you the best for everything. And okay. Thank, I, I, thank I, you so I much. You got to come back and talk to us again <laughs> soon. Yeah. I want to. All right. Michelle, we will. You better. We're going to wrap this up. Thank okay. you right. so much, Ramsey. You take care. God bless. And, and best of health to your father, too. I'm so glad that he's doing well. Thank you. Take thank you. Thank him, you so take much. Take care of you. And we can't wait to talk to you again. And we're going to wrap this one up for tonight. God bless you. And thank you again for, for coming on and talking with us and our fans and your fans and just being with us for a couple of hours almost. Um, we really appreciate you spending all this time with us. It's been a blast hearing about you and your game and just your life and, and everything that's going on with you. And I hope that you can make it to NYC. Um, but, Cherry, hopefully you'll get lots we, of new followers from tonight's show. And I hope they'll say hi to you on Twitter and Instagram. And, I mean, they're gonna they're gonna actually Snapchat. attack him. Sorry, <laughs> sorry. They're gonna actually attack him. We don't want no part of that. They're attacking you. You cannot collaborate with us anymore. That's on your own. <laughs> That's because people All are right. obsessed with you. They're, they're obsessed Aww. with you. So, go right. get your I want on, them. Ramsey. Oh, they're the best. All they're right. the best. I love them for it. Oh my God, he's so cute. I know, I know. Aww. Well, thanks again, and thank you for playing our, our little game tonight. It was fun, um, putting you on the spot a little bit, and it's, playing. No, it's uh, fine. It was actually very. Hey, who we, we put you, Cherry? We we put you on the spot. No, we put Ramsey on the spot. Yeah, yeah we put Ramsey meant. on the spot. Really? Yeah. No, Cherry, don't put yourself in guilty version. What what was it that made you feel like you were put on the spot? Because no, then you should ask, you for you should have Ramsey ask you, because Ramsey got asked some tricky questions, honey. <laughs> That's what I was saying. We put him on the spot tonight. Well, then, Ramsey, do you okay. want to ask Cherry a question? Go ahead. Put her mm-hmm. ass on the spot. Put, Go put, ahead, put, Ramsey. Put are you still I'm on, not Ramsey? Is he off? I'm not. Wait, I'm is not he off? Ramsey, are you on? I'm here. Oh, okay. Ramsey, can you hear what I just said? Because I, I, I know that technology. Did you hear what I said? Because Cherry said she was, she was going to, you want to take her out on the spot? I mean, I don't know if anybody heard no. me. <laughs> she, she said that she put me on the spot. You misunderstood what she said. Yes. Okay, tell me. Michelle. Okay, go ahead. Tell me, please. I love this. Go ahead, Ramsey. I thank Cherry, him for letting us up. put him on the spot. I don't think Michelle oh, like, understands. I know. No, 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 no. <laughs> I no, I love the secrets. I don't know the secrets. <laughs> okay. Well, okay. We're Wait, gonna, what's on the spot? We're this on up. the spot. It's like that's detailed information, people. Get get out of here. Give me details. All right, all right, about all right. Playing the game, Michelle, and we put him on the spot asking him all those questions. And I, I know, just thank him for like, playing the game and Oh, letting yeah. me put him on the spot by asking all those questions to him. Yeah, no, I it thought was, there was more questions. I, I was fun. like, I'm ready for more questions. <laughs> 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 I was ready for it. I was like, okay, let's bring it we'll on. We'll save the questions <laughs> until, let's, you know what? I like the questions idea. We'll save that till another episode because it actually was fun. 
Oh, good. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Well, we're going to wrap this one up. Thank you, Ramsey. You have a great night. This has been too much fun. we got to stop the fun. Cut it out. Yeah. No more fun (laughs) anymore. All right. We're going to cut the fun. Take care, Ramsey. Happy (laughs) happy Victoria's Day to you up there in Canada. Yes. Happy Victoria's Day. Thank you very much. Have a I great week, man. I will talk weekend. to you guys soon. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Phew. Okay. That was a great, great interview with Ramsey, and he really told us a lot about his gameplay. He said that he had not talked so much about his game until this interviews so you got a lot of information out of him Michelle no I really thought it was great I thought that the um, the knowledge of like what they were doing and to me it was like I I actually had more information than I thought I was going to have I got more information with what I was tagging, and I, I don't know if all I gotta all I have to say is hello, Ramsey calling in, so epic. Um, we have a couple of people lined up for next week. Cherry, uh, we can't really talk a lot about that right now, right? Right, but it is going to be epic. Again, a week from tonight, and we will make announcements on Facebook and Twitter. Can't wait to let that cat out of the bag. Um, but keep your eyes peeled for the announcement. And Michelle's going to have another great special guest from the BB Can Grand. Yeah, I can't really so. talk about that right now, but. Um, it's time to finish up Manic Monday. Um, we will definitely be having somebody correct, Cherry. Um, Absolutely. You can only be the one to back that up of Big Brother Canada 4. Um, everybody, hope you have a good night. Uh, so excited about our guest tonight. Right, Cherry? I mean, hello. He was so, so awesome. Yeah. You know, we all loved so, him on the show, and he's just as epic, you know, on the show. Ramsey, I mean, really? Hello? It, like, you really just couldn't do much with Ramsey. He was a great player, and then, you know, it's, like, unfortunate. Like, for me, it's, like, like always the underdog. They always have that strain, and then, you know, Ramsey gets that unsympathetic call and so all right well it is what it is we will just keep giving it forward and god bless to everybody who's listening and let's call it a night make sure you join us on thursday night for our survivor Korong recap show with mike albright i believe he's going to come back and do a wrap-up show um he Probably will have some of the cast from Survivor Korong join him this week. So make sure you're here for that at 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Central. That's going to be a great show. 
Make sure you're here for that. And then back here again on Monday for the Manic Monday Show, also at 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Central, for the Manic Monday Show with Michelle Casta from Season 10 of Big Brother and another Brother Canada 4. We're going to close this one out with Ron, as we always do. Thank you all for being here with us, whether you're in the chat room, chatting with me away during the show about how epic Ramsey is, or if you're listening to us later on podcast, we appreciate you all so much. Here's Ron to take us out for the night. God bless everyone. Have a great week. I want to finish off the show with a little music and say to all of my listeners, thank you guys, and thank you all for coming in. God bless you, and thank you for listening to the show. And it was a great one. It was a fabulous one tonight. Hope you all enjoyed it. That's a wrap for tonight. Good night, all. God bless.